Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Quest for New Inspiration. This week, I am honored to sit down with Lindsay Ferris of Ferris Built. Not only is she the owner, but she is also the designer and puts in the hard work to inspire each and every one of us with her designs. I hope she inspires you as much as she inspired me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Ferris. I'm the owner, designer, and kind of wears all hats for Ferris Built, uh, ferrisbuilt.net, which is a apparel and gift website. And I donate 25% of net proceeds after cost to mental health advocacy because it's something I feel really strong about. I have had uh, anxiety since I was in my teens. I'm a Gen Xer. I'm not going to tell you my actual age, but I'm a Gen <laughs> Xer. And when I was growing up with that, it wasn't something that was, it kind of was taboo, I think, talking about some of those yeah. things. And so it's been a journey throughout my life, learning how to navigate it and kind of reading about reading about it, how, what kind of tools to use. And it's it's definitely changed. The last 10 years, I've seen a lot more growth and in, in ways to navigate my anxiety in a way that it's not a focus of my life. It's just part of who I am. And I can see both the strengths and, and weaknesses of it. Sometimes it's difficult and sometimes I actually can see it helping me accomplish things. So it's kind of a, you know, accepting it as part of who I am has been a journey. Um, and mental health has been something I've always been open to and encouraged people to talk about. My, my career has been in events. I've been an event manager and event producer for, um, over 20 years. I'm now getting close to age, dating my age, but, <laughs> um, and I had decided about, about two years ago, year and a half ago, I'd always wanted to become a therapist. It was something that I've wanted to do. I just didn't know when in my life I would do it. And I decided to go back to school while I was running my event company. And I'm halfway through that program now. I'm very awesome. excited. Um, I'm not sure yet what population I want to treat. I want to see where the journey will take me to kind of what, you know, population or mental health challenges I'm good at helping with. Um, But I have a feeling it might be in the anxiety realm just because it's something I have a lot of knowledge in. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, uh, last February, when the pandemic was starting, I lost my company. We lost our entire pipeline um, in a 24 hour period. And I'm a single mom here in Seattle, so single income household. And so in the, it was, I'll never forget the 24 hour window of finding out our first contract for the next month was gone. And then everything for the rest of the year was canceled. Um, so we gave, um, you know, about six weeks of, we just kind of kept everything normal with our employees for about six weeks until we knew more. And then we unfortunately had to shut down the company. So there's eight of us working there and it was, it was definitely a challenge, <laughs> Uh, to go through that. It was stressful. It was overwhelming. Plus with the uncertainty of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then I started throwing myself into my creative side. I do a lot of woodworking as an outlet and um, I make furniture and art and I've kind of dabbled on Etsy and started um, kind of listing more projects up there. And then I started designing shirts and it was something I did quietly. Like I just didn't really tell anybody. It was kind of an outlet to deal with all the different emotions of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I was doing different, you know, political themed stuff. I was doing things that were around mental health or self-care. And as I was focused on my, my wood shop and my wood business, which is where the name Ferris built came from, as I was thinking I would try to sell my art, 
on, I was watching my sales of shirts grow and I was like, oh no, no, that's just temporary. Oh, that's temporary. <laughs> but then I, by about September, I was like, I can't, I can't deny this. It's, um, it's, I need to be open-minded and curious, which is one of the things I'm learning as training as a therapist is being open-minded and curious and looking at what's present instead of kind of what we want or trying to perceive things through our own lens. And so I decided to say, well, maybe I'm, a, maybe I'm in apparel, like maybe I should focus on this. <laughs> and so in October, I started leaning into that and that's where my mental health passion started coming out. I noticed that, you know, a lot of times I see shame around mental health issues or, you know, people will share and then be criticized. And I think it's just, it's unfortunate because all of us, as much as we have physical health issues, we also have mental health struggles. Whether you have a pathology or not, we all struggle with mental health at different times. And it can be really isolating and lonely if we don't have a space to share it safely. So I started deciding to focus on you know, self-care aspects that are focused on mental health. So that's some of my products I do there. And then my most the one I'm most passionate about is the mental health line because I focus on trying to normalize being proud of who we are and the aspects that we come with. So my first one that I was excited about was called anxiety state. And I did this, I had fun designing. I did this little emblem with all the states of anxiety and mm-hmm. I've worn that. I love that shirt. Cause I'm like, it's part of me, you know, and it's, it's like, it, it's just part of who I am. And I've actually had people stop me when I've been out. I've shared the most random stories. Plus you're in masks, right? So it's extra to share. (laughs) Um, And I've been able to share or have people say, oh, I have anxiety or I love that and share these random moments of connection or ways that other people cope with it or just a recognition. And there's something I think empowering about embracing those parts of us in ways that we're comfortable with and connecting with others that might have it. So that's kind of where I'm, you know, now I'm moving more towards focusing on mental health and self-care for mental health, not just self-care, but how do you do things to help your mental health? So I love that so much. Definitely as someone who has anxiety and has fluctuated through my mental health stages throughout like just childhood and college, I definitely felt that, I guess, because you weren't really right in talking about like this mental health issue and there are still some people who just don't really acknowledge it slash they're like you're freaking out for like no reason and I'm like okay but like (laughs) I have anxiety like I'm not okay so it definitely I felt that change when now it's okay to kind of talk about that and I love how your platform and just like your shirts just celebrate that and especially with Mental Health Awareness Day, I'm so excited to wear your shirt. But where do you find the inspiration slash, I guess, I don't know, drive to keep that positive mindset when like, yes, anxiety does come with like these negative sides slash, I don't know, effects. How do you keep a positive mindset through that and keep going? I don't necessarily. Sometimes I have to give myself my own mental health day if I'm feeling that. And I think a lot of it's been, I focused a lot on my own self-growth has been focusing on much more self-awareness and mindfulness has become a, a really, I don't necessarily sit and practice mindfulness, but I've practiced it enough that I can do it in my day-to-day life. So when I'm having those moments, I, I use this analogy, I call it the poop-filled lens, right? So most of the time I can look through a regular like windshield or lens and I can see life coming at me and I can handle it and I can have 
positive negative responses, but nothing I really latch onto. But when I'm struggling with my anxiety or it's kind of feeling activated or triggered, I feel like I, <laughs> the lens gets a little covered with poop and all I notice is the negative. And so when that's happening, I'm able now to say I'm having, you know, I was either triggered by something or I'm kind of having a rough day and I do some self-care. I just am more mindful of what I need to do. I don't try to be a cheerleader. I just try to sit with what it is that I'm feeling. And I take that time to kind of observe it. And then oftentimes it'll pass through me. So for me, it's more about making sure I give myself the space to acknowledge, honor, and validate what I'm feeling. Because when I find if I try to push through it, it just increases. It just gets worse. The anxiety just gets worse or the negative thinking gets worse. So I kind of just accept it. And there's some days I'm not productive and some days I'm really productive and they kind of balance out. <laughs> so, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any like mental health kind of people that you go to for inspiration or people that you like look or like also follow in this mental health journey that kind of motivate you? Are you? No, it's it's interesting because I don't have a anyone in particular. I'm finding a wonderful community with Ferris Belt of like-minded individuals. So I love seeing. I f make sure I follow you know a lot of mental health you know pages and sites and stuff that I see kind of a wealth of information. But mostly, what I find inspiring is I'm seeing more people share. So it's more of the what I'm seeing that the energy is starting to shift more towards mental health awareness. Um, and so I see more support around it, more validation. I see more cheerleading for people when they are, um, you know, when someone does share, I see a lot more positive, you know, effort and kudos. It's really brave to do that. So it's not necessarily one person, but when I see someone share their story and I'm trying to do um, once a month, I share um, mental health warrior stories, which is what is it, you know, like having people share their story and journey with it. It's not all pretty pictures and positive all the time. And I think I'm, I'm most inspired by people that share the reality of it, but also share how they live with it, how they cope with it and how they take care of themselves as well as there's usually positives to these things too. There's a positive side to what these mental health challenges can bring that you wouldn't get without them. So I'm kind of inspired mostly just by the community of on Instagram. I'm pretty active. And as I see people, you know, sharing, I'm, every one of them inspires me. So <laughs> do you have, we'll stick with that trend. Do you have any specific movies that like help or like the perfect movie to watch when you're just like having a day and like you need something to like be a positive affirmation for you or something like that? Let me think that for a minute. It's funny cause I'm not, I'm not much of a TV person, but I will do, um, I will look at funny memes. Like I'll go on and I stay away from the news if I'm feeling anxious because yeah. that can be, that can just, you know, you can totally spiral <laughs> about some one news story and then get nervous. Mm -hmm. um, but I will, a lot of times I'll just do kind of funny memes or I'll look at, um, you know, I'll go, I'll read an article about something I want to do. Like I look at my outlets of creativity. And so I'll look at what kind of project can I do? So I'll, I'll actually get lost maybe in Pinterest and kind of zone out on fun projects or things I can do or creating a new Pinterest board, something that feels like I have to be engaged enough in it that I can't just zone out and be anxious, but I can be engaged and my mind can be thinking creatively. So that's kind of an outlet that I find you know, focusing on a project or something fun. And that kind of can get me out of the, you know, anxious mindset. So it's more just focusing on things I want to do, or even daydreaming, like sitting down and listening to music. Like I'll listen to, I'll have music on and a cup of coffee or tea or something and just 
listen to music and just chill like that. <laughs> some of that helps too. But uh-huh. it's funny because I'm not my when my kids are um, when my kids are home, um, they watch TV, but I don't actually watch it really unless yeah. I'm with them. But yeah. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. What type of podcast do you listen to? A lot right now because I just I'm pretty passionate randomly about cryptocurrency. So it's a lot of learning and understanding because it's a, a lot of it's over my head. So I listen yeah. to a little of that. I listen to some different news feeds, but more talk news versus like all the depressing stuff. And then I don't really, a part of it's like, I'm not even sure what to look up or where to find ones that people, like if you have some good mental health ones that you recommend, I would love to. Oh, (laughs) okay. Well, they're not mental health ones, but I have one (laughs) that is definitely a mental health advocate. Um, This probably all might hinder my mental health, but (laughs) I am, uh, I love true crime. I love like, documentaries and that kind of stuff so my favorite murder is partially the reason I fell in love with podcasting and wanted to do this whole enchilada and just in the first place because they started with their little podcast and um, ended up creating a media company out of it and so now they have like 15 podcasts under their like brand and it's so awesome it'd be my dream job but they are very, very, very open with just their mental health struggles. It's counterintuitive, but also kind of positive that you have all this anxiety in the world and you're listening to true crime and like all the negative, but you're also like kind of preparing yourself for these red flags or something that could happen slash you're like, okay, I know how to deal with this. Like, I don't know. I'm that kind of weirdo that like overthinks situations and I want to know how to get out of it. So, yeah, <laughs> I know. And the crazy, the interesting part with anxiety though, is like you, I, I think I've spent, if I could harness the energy of my anxiety, I'd be my own power plant. Like it's oh, amazing. God. Like if I could harness it, I might be a genius, but I can't. It just, <laughs> and it just spirals and it's, and like, if, can it create fuel? Like environmentally friendly fuel? <laughs> If you think that, let me know. I will buy into that business. Let me know. (laughs) Something to our head and it powers our devices. (laughs) Energize it. I don't know, like a wheel and the hamster situation. Well, um, to summarize, what's, what's kind of like some, I guess, last piece of advice or kind of mental health advice that you would give to someone who's just kind of starting in their journey of accepting slash celebrating their mental health and anxiety or just a piece of advice for someone who's struggling with that right now? Um, I actually have a couple. I think one of them is recognizing that you're not alone. And I think reading about stories of other people that have experienced the mental health challenge you're facing is actually, it can be sometimes triggering, but actually really helpful because you can validate or connect with some of these different stories and know that you're not alone. So I think some of that is helpful. And then one thing that I think uh, it took me a while to learn this is that sharing is really important, but it's important to share with people that are emotionally safe. So listening to your body sometimes can teach you if you're not as aware of that, listen to how you feel. Do you feel vulnerable after sharing? Do you feel insecure after sharing? That person might not be the best to share with. Do you feel good? Do you feel validated? Do you feel like they gave you a a breath of fresh air that's probably a safe person to share with. So 
it's important to share, but it's just as important to share with people that are emotionally safe. And just if, you know, that's something that I think it took me a while to learn. And when you do, it can actually help you. They can be part of your toolkit. They can be someone you can, you know, lean on and be safe with. Oh, it's perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today um, and just sharing some little inspiration and motivation for mental health. All right. Well, that is it for this week. And I would love to have you tell a friend about this podcast. And you can help me share these inspirational stories by rating and reviewing the quest for new inspiration on Apple podcast or your favorite podcast platform. If you have a question or an inspirational story you'd like to share, you can send them my way. You can send me a message on Instagram at quest for new inspiration or email me at new at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next time.